Word Radio On Demand, 96.1 FM and 900 AM WURD. Streaming live at wordradio.com. One of the most important things to me in my life is fatherhood, being a dad. Um, And certainly we want other men to be equipped uh, to be the best fathers they can be. And so Joel Austin joining us to talk about Data University. Joel, good morning. All right, so we can't hear you, Joel. Take yourself off mute. Good morning. How <laughs> you doing? Good morning, Brother South. I am fantastic, brother. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. So um, tell us about uh, what Daddy University is. What What is it? Daddy University, uh, first, is the oldest male parenting education company in the United States. We are 20 years old now, and we focus on education, advocacy, and support of our fathers. Mm-hmm. And so why did you found Daddy University? Because of the need, the need for us to have as much education on rearing, child rearing, um, our lifestyles and cultures have changed so that we are literally both balancing raising children and infants. And it's just as important for us to have the knowledge that our mothers have so that we can equally balance and we bring equality to this situation. And we have superpowers. Our mothers have superpowers. It's time when we use them to have a better society. And so Daddy University is is a company. So so yeah. what what does what is the product? Uh, we run the Fathers Club. It is a uh, every two weeks we sit around and support and education through a curriculum, talk about our situations. We also run the Dad's Rights workshops that happen um, quarterly. We are the host and the founders of uh, something that's famous in Philadelphia called the Daddy and Daughter Dance. It's in its 12th year. Mm-hmm. We also have a program called Doulos for Dads, where we have black male doulas that work in our community with our couples. Mm-hmm. And Solomon, we just started our own fraternity. It is called Delta Alpha Delta Fraternity Incorporated so that us as fathers can sit around and really, really get into the 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 sharing of our stories and the empowerment of our stories and to help others. Mm-hmm. So who who are your clients? Who are the people who come to Daddy University um, in order to avail themselves of, of what you do? We are pre, we are, we start from zero to probably about 18. Any father, any partner, anyone who wants to learn uh, how to do this job better, we feel our fathers are already great but we bring knowledge and also support and then peer peer support to help you navigate through some of the challenges. May it be court challenges, maybe be relationship challenges. May it be the fact that you just have a 13 year old daughter and you know nothing to do with it. Whatever it is, you can come to us and we'll talk about it. Mm-hmm. So where are you guys located? Like where can people find uh, the Daddy University and find information about it? You can go to our website. On our website, you'll find a lot of information. It is www.daddyuniv.com. You'll find information on ages and stages so you know ahead of time what your child is going to be doing and how you can help. You'll find reports. You'll find information. You can contact us anytime on Facebook, on Instagram, Daddy University. We are at 610-579-DADS. We are not hard to find, Solomon. Mm-hmm. So you talked about court challenges. You know, I know that that our dads often are dealing with um, family court. It, it is an issue uh, for many of, of our fathers. And 
um, there's a bias against fathers when when you're talking about child custody, when you're talking about um, child support, when you're talking about some of these issues that you go through in court. How do you help fathers who are trying to navigate that issue? Fathers who just want to be involved with their children's lives. It is a hard time. Uh, my number one thing, and I'm going to tell you and I'm telling the world, the first thing I say to my dads is that this is absolutely positively temporary. Uh, specifically uh, in Pennsylvania, the max is usually around 18 years old. So let's be clear, this is temporary. This may be temporarily only for a year or, or two years. It depends on how you look at it. It is an unfair fight at some times, but it's a lot of times it's unfair because we've not done the work. Court has a whole different language. And our job is to sit down with you and discuss the language, your playbook, and how you're going to go. Um, and, and, and how you're going to fight for the most important fight of your life. Mm -hmm. um, but it is time for court reform. Um, it is time to adjust. It is time. Court has always been black or white. And we have a lot of gray now. Our mothers work eight hours. Our fathers work eight hours. Uh, in our city specifically, we need uh, our fathers involved and we need our mothers involved and we need our intact families to be able to have as much as they time as they can with our children. Because We can't keep complaining about violence in the street because sometimes no one's looking after them. So we have to solve our own problems. Yeah. So speaking of solving your own problems, I mean, a, a lot of times the best strategy for court is to stay out of court and try yes. to figure it out amongst yourselves. I mean, do you help fathers to kind of mediate some of some of the conflict that might arise as you are trying to uh, navigate raising children with somebody that you might be with or, or might not be with? How, how do you help them to mediate some of that? Well, first, because it's you, Solomon, and, and this is WRID, let me just say that it, in 2023, it's time for us as uh, Black Americans to stop running to uh, the, the white courthouse mm -hmm. and talking to the master judge about our our kids. Mm -hmm. uh, it's time for us to stop going to master and still asking him when we can and what we should do with our children. Mm -hmm. um, it's time for us as families to come together, grandma and grandpas, and sit each other down and say, this is what's going to happen. And this is how we're going to share. And you two are going to have to get along. Uh, one way I help to navigate is through this education. So the number one thing is whatever time you have, you have to make the best of it. Yeah. And then sometimes if there's two days, you make the best of those two days. And then those two days turn into three days and then to four days. Um, one of the biggest issues that we have specifically with, with some of our uh, black and brown mothers is trust and consistency. Um, I push my fathers to be trustworthy and consistent. And trust is really easy. If you yeah. say you're going to be there at 8 o'clock, be there at 7.59. Mm -hmm. uh, if you are consistent and consistent with it, a lot of times it brings down some of the issues and dramas. Because honestly, Solomon, the, the clients I have the most problems with are the clients who have had children with strangers. Mm -hmm. And it's very hard for two strangers to raise a child. So you literally have to go back to square one and say... Who are you and who am I and how do we trust each other? Yeah. Yeah. And and I think that's big. Um, you know, what is what is fatherhood about in your view? Like what is the most important aspect of being a good father? First, there is no job on this earth 
more important. Uh, there is no job and no position more important. Fatherhood is the ability to carry the weight and responsibility of the next generation on your shoulders. It is the ability to use your superpowers and to help connect with children, to help balance children, to help bring peace to children, to help bring success to them. Just from your words, it's it's fatherhood is not financial at all. <laughs> and I know that we've been sometimes prone to believe that, mm-hmm. but fatherhood is conversation. The fatherhood is the want the need and desire for someone's life to be better than yours. It is probably the most unselfish thing uh, specifically a male can do in his lifetime. Mm -hmm. So, you know, for those who become fathers, and we're talking with with Joel Austin of Daddy University, for those who become fathers and and might not have had that intention to become a father, um, might not be prepared to be a father, um, what what advice do you give to brothers like that? First, I have to say it <laughs> it has happened. And to be honest with you, I would consider fatherhood an ordainment. Mm-hmm. It is something that males around the world are praying and hoping and, and paying for just for the opportunity to have uh, a legacy. So even for those that have not become, there is a reason why they're here. Uh, you walk into this situation already knowing the child because of DNA and because of chromosomes. The child likes what you like. The child eats what you like to eat. You're already at a C plus or better just by walking in the door. So understand it's a beautiful thing and, and don't get worried. Have fun with it. For those who came into it a different way, start to enjoy it. Start to have fun. Start to crawl on the floor. And be like us. Learn all the lyrics to Frozen over and over and over. It's it's it, it turns it can turn a strong man into a father and a man and a father are two different people. We think differently. We act differently. And I tell a lot of people when I do our trainings, separate our gender from our position. Because right now I'm not into this guy stuff. I'm really into this play stuff. And I want them to know what I've done in my life, because it is our legacy. Mm -hmm. It is our legacy and it is our legacy. Yeah. Yeah, it is absolutely that. So, Mm -hmm. you know, of course, it takes two people to to, uh, make a child. Um, Takes a male and a female uh, in order to make a child. And so, (laughs) you know, you got to work together, man. So, you know, I'm I'm curious as to the conversations that you and and those at Daddy University might have with sisters around what fatherhood means because you know they might have their own ideas of of what fatherhood is yes. and so what conversations do you have with them one of the conversations i have with them is to realize uh it 100% wholly uh, came out of your body out of your body we give um, praise and honor to our birthing mothers mm-hmm. um but what you produced is someone that is half of you and half of someone else. Mm-hmm. And it is it is demeaning and horrible, and it can go very toxic for you to try to raise someone you don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, when you have a, a, a son or daughter that keeps running around the house and running around the house, and, and, and you try to keep them from stop running, you're kind of diminishing them from their dream. 
um, what has happened is the, the father that you've had the child with was a track star and his dad was a track star. So you can't take things out of children. And nowadays, sometimes we're trying to be good parents to someone we don't know. We cannot raise by ourselves. So no one has kind of ever raised a child by themselves or a boy or a girl by themselves. We've always been people of village. Um, we send our children to school for six to seven hours. We have to balance this and you have to find good in someone uh, that you've had a child with because for the majority of us, specifically black and brown men, our want and need is is strong and we play with children. Black and brown men play with our children and teach our children um, research says and statistics says more than anyone else. So get away from that stigma stigmatizing, get away from what they told you the facts are and look at the reality that just sitting in a barbershop with, with your son is growth. Mm-hmm. Just walking down to the park, him walking to the park with your son is growth, that he has something and that he knows he's attached to. Yeah. When my daughter found out that our favorite flavors of ice cream was the same, it shows us that she has purpose and she has someone that she can be with. So I raised my daughter and date my daughter. Um, I raise my son and, and literally hang with them. And it's not about money. I mean, a burger will get you everything you needed to know about the, like your child's school. So it is about quality time. So let them enjoy quality time as they enjoy quality time with you and let them grow. Mm-hmm. What about when they become older? So th- they are now teenagers. They're adults. You know, oh. how, how does fatherhood adjust to your children growing into different people than they were when, when they were kids? That is an excellent question. I'm so glad you asked that because it is specifically time in our black and brown community to start telling the truth, Solomon. Start telling the truth. Mm-hmm. Tell a part of the story that you messed up. Mm-hmm. It is not time to be a parent and tell someone they're, they're right or wrong. It's really time to sit back and say, son, I've done this too. Mm-hmm. I've done X, Y, and Z, and this is why I'm teaching you this. And it's time to sit to your daughter and say, this is why I don't think this person is right for you, because I was like this person and I've done this. It is time to tell the truth so that you can tell your life story. They're going to make their own decisions, but specifically when they become teens, it becomes a whole new world of of regulating in honesty. Yeah. It's it's okay to tell them that you failed statistics and math in high school. But guess what? You're now a parent and you own a home and all of this. It's okay to not put so much pressure on them to be the the number one student in the world because some of our greatest congressmen and senators did not do well in high school. But it's time to tell the truth and say, I know you struggle with this. So did I. Yeah. I know you may have this issue. So did I. And now I'm become more of your coach. I'm not even sure if I'm a father anymore, Solomon. I'm more like a GPS. Uh-huh. Like you put, you let me know where you want to go. And I just help you with the directions. And sometimes they do what they want to do. And you have to reroute and be like, all right, come on back. Um, yeah. Let's try it again. Yeah. But I really, really, you become this strong coach of life, this strong coach, because I've let my children know. Nobody else in this world wants you to be more successful than me because, again, you're my legacy. I want you to walk into your home. And, and a lot of times with our dads, we start with the end goal. Go forward. What's your end goal? Do you want to be the guy that walks her down the aisle? Then you're going to have to stay in her life. If if that's hard, you're going to have to write her love notes. You're going to have to send mail. You're going to have to send gifts so that you become that guy 
that gets to walk her down the aisle. Yeah. That's Joel Austin from Daddy University. Um, tell us again, how do you get in touch with Daddy University? What is the website? What is the phone number? Where can we find it on social media? Oh, man, we are at www.daddyuniv.com. Come to our website, go on our contact page, donate if you want, volunteer if you like. We are on Instagram, Facebook, Daddy University INC, Inc. And we are at 610-579-3237. 610-579-DADS. We are not hard to find. All right. Well, I want to thank you so much. Joel, for joining us this morning on WURD, we certainly appreciate you and, and all the work that you're doing around dads. You've been listening to Word Radio On Demand. Listen live at 96.1 FM, 900 AM, and online at wordradio.com. 